You're listening to the Neighborhood Radio Extra Extra Interview, hosted by Zeke Lenham and Rick is Ugly. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get it. Welcome to the Neighborhood Radio. Thank you for tuning in today. Today, we have AFK from New York City, experimental hip-hop rap group. Introduce yourselves. Um, Brandon, I'm the vocalist slash I produce a lot on the records. Yeah, uh, Danny, you know, I play drums, also produce other stuff. And, <laughs> and I'm TK, producer, engineer, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> so how long so i remember in uh, there's a line where you uh, brandon you go uh tk is my sensei how long have you guys like been making music together uh well it's kind of a hard question to answer because we've always kind of been fucking around making stuff i feel like we started taking it quasi seriously like 2016 2017 so it really wasn't too long before that bar was laid down but we had known each other for a long while Mm -hmm. like these guys these guys had been making music for longer than i ever had and uh yeah they they they're the ones that got me into it so dk was definitely my sensei like first starting out learning how to produce learning what the fuck ableton even is I'm still. I still learn from these guys. Like they're they're who I learn everything from. So. Okay. So how long have you guys known each other overall? Almost a whole ass decade, bro. Whole ass decade. <laughs> In like a year, I think. What was it? Damn. Danny and you, I. You two have known each, each other longer. Danny and I are yeah, on like high school. Yeah, Danny and I are on a decade. Brandon and us three probably on like eight years or something like that. Eight, mm-hmm. nine. So you guys met in high school? Yeah. 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 That's a fun. That's a good story. High school story. <laughs> oh, the high school story. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not friends with anyone from high school, so that's... Who's going to tell? Uh, shout, out, shout out to you guys for holding it down. For that <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, these two didn't even go to my school. They went to school together, but I met these two through a friend, and I don't know. It was all very, very serendipitous how it came together. <laughs> we we're all yeah. kind of on the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was, I was gonna say you guys said you've known for each other for so long, but you guys aren't like that old or anything, right? Like mid twenties. Uh, Twenty-seven. That's your perspective on old. Well, I, I, I only use that as a relative term. I only use that relatively. I only use that relatively. You're That's not old. I'm not. Uh, we, everyone's old after like we 21. Old. We're not old. We're realistically not old. 27, old. 25. That's, you know, my knees are fucked, bro. I'm 27. Bro, I hit 20 good. and I instantly started having back problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody's struggling with this Discord shit. It's like... I've already <laughs> but I did. I didn't have the thing that was on there, so like, <laughs> I'll try it. You know, 
But no, but you yeah, guys um, like you guys grew up like like super like internet like you guys have been, yeah, been with the shits. Ironically enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the place we grew up was not very cool, quote unquote. So, only way to really find out what was cool out there was through the internet, you know, like mm. and yeah, and especially for me like I had friends at my school, but I didn't really, like, deeply fuck with too many people at my school. So, mm-hmm. like, definitely spent way, way, way... I don't know if I want to say too much, but <laughs> a good amount of time on the internet. Mm. Figuring oh, this shit out. Yeah. Becoming yeah. whoever the fuck I am today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from a pretty rural place, so I definitely relate to not being able to find cool shit like where you're from and having to rely on the internet yeah so yeah. do you, do you guys have any of the sorry you can go ahead no no no, it's fine you go do you guys have any uh like of what you guys were because obviously you guys have been doing stuff before afk do you still like have much of it so oh, we have all of it that's unfortunately we have all of it <laughs> i'm a hoarder i'm a hoarder i like my I like my uh, data. Give me it all. So this man got drives. Drives on That's like all whack for like a long time. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> years of whackness, bro. Yeah, that's the secret <laughs> vault. In the it vault. Is, did you ever put any of it out? Oh hell no! And I'm no. so glad. Oh, no. <laughs> well, so glad. Yeah, there's still slackers on that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold you. There's some. There's some on there, but I mean, some some stuff show... is floating around the internet. Yeah, Thomas and I gotta find it someday. Unfortunately, got a prog rock band that if you dug hard <laughs> enough, you could find. It's not good. Enough, but, you know. Don't listen to them though. It's gas. It's still gas to this day. They love. Don't listen to him. Not. It's ass. They love saying nah, it, nah, talking nah, like nah, it's nah, garbage. Nah, it's actually nah, fire. Nah, nah, nah. Basically, nah. we get through a lot of shit to find where we are today. You know. I feel, yeah, I feel like there's a nice level of quality to prog rock. That's like, like the like bad prog rock is still better than like a lot of other music. I think. Yeah, you Honestly, the best prog rock is like. Genre. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there are some people. Yeah, when these guys were in that band, that was how I. I don't know. I thought they were mad cool. They're in this band and shit. Oh, that that's that's back back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And when I really started rolling with these guys and hanging out, like, uh, that was what kind of got me into like, oh shit, like I can actually make music. You know, like people are out here my age making music. It's not like this thing you need a fucking like studio and like mm, record for sure. deal for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's like the best, I think the best part of, for me personally, of like the modern era is how accessible music is. But it 100%. To make it. Like, I, like, I remember like one of the first things like I, like, yeah, like, like you said, like, obsessed with these. Like, bro, like, like you don't even understand, Z. Like, I remember, like, tweeting at them, like, dude, it the, fuck your guys' numbers. Like, the music, like, you make is that that studio quality that feels like it has a million type of fans. And you can see that in any, like, level of popularity if you dig it, mm. dig for it enough or if you listen enough. And that's... Yeah. There's obviously so many things like the music industry doesn't necessarily uplift artists or anything, but that aspect of it is just mm. the value is unmatched. Yeah. 
Uh, no, like, yeah, there are certain songs, like, like The Leech, for example, like that song, like, that would have probably been, like, my favourite song of all time when I was, like, 18, 19. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the like, best live yeah, song. Yeah, that's one of the best live songs. It's yeah, it's I can I can imagine I can understand I, I can understand why it would be one of the best live songs. <laughs> I'd argue it against it just because it's hard as hell to play on drums, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that like that song is yeah fucking awesome. So one thing uh, I'm I, I'm kind of in that you saying that kind of makes me really interested in the process of of some like like rap bands. When it comes mm-hmm. to like the drumming and the producing, like the actual programming of that, like, what what is the process? Like, do you come with something? Come up with something? Does like Brandon like have like uh, an idea that he tells you? Does TK program something and then you have to learn how to play? Like, how? I, I really want another process of it. Uh, we, I mean, it could be any of us who program. We're all pretty. We've gotten pretty like efficient at like just producing just digitally, like with the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, we, we all take turns. Like it can be Thomas sometimes then maybe I'll come in and edit some things or Brennan will come in and edit some things. It's never like solely like one person doing like drums or like keys or anything specific like that. Um, yeah. but when it comes to like live drumming, it's like, like there's no recorded drums officially, or there is like sparingly throughout the record, but, um, for live, it's usually just trying to like figure it out. Like what works best with like the, oh, okay. Like all like like live frequencies that go on and just trying to find a, the best balance for that. Yeah, he's being humble. Yeah. We 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 be making these songs, not even thinking about how hard it's gonna be for him to fucking come up with some shit. And we go to the studio or our our practice space and we run the song a million times and he just figures it out on his own and comes out with like the sickest that's, fucking that's live drum parts for it. And also, we'll fucking, like, do, like, parts over and over and over again so we can get the part, so we get to fucking good. He's really good. He's a really good drummer. He keeps humbling himself, but... <laughs> no, like, with, with with something as eclectic as, like, what you guys produce, like, just, again, whether or not, like, he had to figure it out, just being able to play that shit, like, you know, it's sometimes, like, it's with piano, I'll see a song be played on piano, and it's, like, like, in my head, like, I think there's not a physical way to do that like nah you can't you're gonna miss something you're gonna you're gonna miss something the core of it but like mm. i see recordings and i'm like so bad you guys are only on the east side man like oh yeah, yeah no. we gotta get one over day, there one day one fucking day you gotta let us know when you're going like if we go out to you you gotta let us know when you're fucking pulling up bro like I, I, again like it, as, as long as you have like a month or two uh, like notice in advance like i i i'll be there it, it, even if it's in Oregon, yeah. bro, you you gotta go in bumfuck Idaho. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yo, you're, you're West like, Coast. Yeah, Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, With the live set too, like, uh, we've gotten to the point now where like, DK and Dan are like, coordinating and collaborating on on different bits we can do and new ways we can like alter the songs that we already have. So, like, I don't know, it's cool to be, I feel like we exist in, like, a a weird middle zone of, like, hip-hop, but also punk, but also we could, we could settle in, we, we could, we fit nicely in, like, many different types of uh, yeah. live bills, and yeah. uh, I think a lot of that has to do with how 
TK and Dan sort of change things on the fly. Like no two sets are really the same. It gives us that like live band kind of feeling, even though we only really have one instrument on stage. Mm-hmm. No, that's that, that's 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 actually really badass because you know sometimes I was uh, like when I see artists do live stuff, like hearing like seeing like how like you can tell that song is really like internal because it's based on like whatever they may be going through in life right that moment they're going to perform it a certain way or mm-hmm. you know maybe the drummer will perform it a certain way and like with something as energetic as you guys do it how for much sure. how much planning uh in preparation do you guys tend to do for live shows <laughs> um i mean we we practice this at like pretty much like, i think you're muted I heard you talking. I was, I was. Nah, it was definitely a process. Fucking, we've been working on this live set iteration, quote unquote, since probably a year and a half now, maybe a year if I'm overestimating. But it's just been constantly readjusting all the songs, readjusting the layout, readjusting the mix because these mixes aren't the same mixes as what you hear on the record. So just trying to figure all that shit out to all that. Yeah, and it's, practicing it's, at it's least once a week. Easy. At least once, maybe twice a week, we'll hit our, uh, we have a practice spot on the other side of town. And we just go in there, tiny-ass, sweaty room, and just fucking yeah. let it all out. and Chisel it out. Yeah, exactly. But, but the thing it's like it's almost like a, like boxing or something where like you train a certain way like for like a long period of time, but like once the actual like show happens, it's like usually so different. There's so many different like variables that happen. Like even like just like humidity in the room changes like how see like how do you feels, you how know? could you prepare yourself for like for that thing, like the actual environment of it? How do you prepare yourself for that? Uh it's I mean just doing it a lot, we kind of you kind of get used to like a wide variety of settings. Just drinking a lot of water. Cause sometimes like it'll be so hot, you just like pass out sometimes. <laughs> um, no, you really can't. You know, anything can happen. Yeah, but you try to you try to get uh, as close to perfect as possible. It's weird. You have you have to be kind of ready for a a wide variety of vibes. You know, lately I, I try not to have too many expectations going into going into any show. Because I've had I've had shows where like I think they're gonna be like bangers and then like like uh I don't know no one shows up and it's like I don't know yeah <laughs> kind of low key. But also and the then flip there's shows where like yeah exactly where you think no one's gonna fucking be there. That was like our most recent show. We did a show to college and I don't know I was I was in my skeptic bag. I was like ah we're getting paid good. It's a college. That's all I'm here for. You know like we. I wasn't I wasn't really uh, expecting too much, but they showed the fuck out, and it was like one of our most popping shows ever. It was yeah, really fucking That's awesome. Fine. Um, I had a, you know, I have a question real quick. So you mentioned a bit earlier, you know, you said your show is sort of te- like, yeah, oh sorry, your music tends to dip into like punk and rap, and like you know has a bit of crossover. What sort of what artists would you say you guys are most influenced by? Um, oh god. Um, I mean, the obvious answer is Death Grips, because our <laughs> setup is, like, our setup is nearly identical to them, but, uh, honestly, seeing, uh, Injury Reserve recently, oh, yeah. 
was yeah. a huge inspiration. Yeah. Uh, especially Sorry. regarding like the the live samples mm. and like the this the stuff that TK is doing because uh, when we saw them, they their setup was two Ableton pushes, which is what TK uses uh, to yeah. DJ the set essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the way they the way they were doing it and the how they stretch the software and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know you could you could tell like it, it even though they they're entirely digital like they don't have any live instrumentation but mm-hmm. like it still had that very live kind of feel yeah. to it so that was a huge yeah. inspiration mm-hmm. uh, and we're we're honestly super inspired by the people around us like yeah a lot of uh, New York underground yeah yeah this you know club music really fucking cool. Yeah. Are, you, are you guys are you guys into showing me the body? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We did a show with them years what? ago when we were first starting out. What? Yeah, it was, Damn, that's it awesome. was nuts. Yeah, that yeah, was. That we we were. Yeah. We were. We were. We weren't shit back then. Like, <laughs> if we could do a show with them now, it'd be it'd be a whole different story. But was it was so low too. Yeah, it was it was a nuts lineup. Soul Glow and Show Me the Body. Soul Glow us. and damn, that's crazy. It was like before yeah. they dropped like the one EP, but they kind of like got on the map a little bit. So it was like really early on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I when I yeah when I first like listened to your music, Show Me the Body was the first band that popped into my head. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're tight. They yeah. do a lot of cool shit around here. Yeah, no, yeah. that's awesome. But like a lot of influence yeah. from everywhere though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. a lot of our peers. Yeah. How far has like yeah. the music like really like taken y'all in terms of, like doing a live show? What's the farthest you guys have traveled for one? <laughs> we did, um, really, not too far. We do a lot of a lot of New Virginia, York, bro. Virginia, yeah. Virginia, yes, Virginia, Virginia. all the way down there. Last fucking second, bro. Twenty-four hour notice. You want to play Virginia? Yeah, dude. Go to Virginia, play the show. It was I. Go back home. Yeah, it was I. <laughs> <laughs> It was I, right, but they paid. They paid well, so that that was what yeah. made it worth it. And we got um, to visit this creepy ass college town. What was it like performing alongside Fox Styles? Oh, oh yeah, they're they're fucking homies. Yeah, awesome. they are Love awesome. those guys. Great yeah. fucking uh, people. Yeah, they're 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 nasty. They're sick. Yeah, they they go hard as fuck. Mm. Uh, they're just really nice people. Like we had them over after our last show and. Yeah, they're just they're the coolest. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. I love hearing I love hearing that bands I like are also cool people. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely yeah, the weirdest yeah, yeah. the weirdest thing being out here. You're like you meet so many like bands that you've like looked up to, and then you like meet them, and then you're like friends, and they're just like this is this is bizarre. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, know you people now. Yeah, because I still feel you know like I'm still very much like a music fan before anything else. You know. Mm. <laughs> Also notice that you guys follow uh, Morning Dew. Morning Dew. On... Morning Dew. Another name. They're another another. They're another band that we've interviewed. Um, we do a show with on... them. They're kind of like screaming, uh, like sort of. Oh screaming. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember yes, these fellas. Yes, yes. Yeah, they were nice too. Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was with them. Yeah, really? they were. They were really cool too. Yeah, yeah it was a house show was in Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, Jersey basement show yeah the um the neighborhood radio cinematic universe is starting to do that's it. fucking sick like that the fact that there's only already that kind of crossover <laughs> yeah. that's kind of cool yeah yeah you mean, uh, 
that's cool like i love how small like the music world can be sometimes even though it feels like massive oh no it's tiny it really is tiny it's so much yeah. smaller than you think especially when you're yeah. in like a quote-unquote hub like somewhere like here yeah like you Man, realize everyone just fucking knows everyone I, I live in a small town and i like i'm always i've always been really jealous of like kind of hot spots for for people just always be doing shit you're always going to come yeah. into contact with someone and it just it feels like so like human like you again like you said like you're a music fan first and you know i, I feel like come going going into those spaces as someone who's not a part of any it it, it always seems so intimidating but hearing about like yeah, what's going sure. on behind the scenes it's it's it, it's it's such like a almost like a world shock or something it's yeah. still pretty intimidating yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were in the same boat too, you know. Like we're we're from a little little upstate from here, and yeah, our hometown is not like this, you know. Oh. Where, but honestly, like on the flip side, like being somewhere like here is different because you really have to have like because everything is going on all the time and everything is so accessible, you have to really stand out in order to make people, you know, interested. Whereas mm-hmm. in like when we do, when we go and do shows somewhere where say like the live music scene isn't as fruitful isn't as popping like people there are so passionate about it cuz it's not something that they have this like constant stream of access to so you mm-hmm. you find people out there that are like be, yeah because they're cut off from it they're so passionate about it and then like they they really want to get involved and they really want to like show out to shows and like be there you know so it's it's a double-edged sword being somewhere like here because you you do have access to so many resources but you see when you Ever- leave a place like this how how much passion people have for artwork when like they're not mm. entirely surrounded by it yeah it's like everybody from here is just sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone everyone here is as cool as you are so <laughs> yeah or, or it's, it's a humble it's very humbling. yeah that's awesome all the time but you know, like other places, that like like you're saying, like that aren't a direct hub for places like this, like Philly or you know Jersey, whatever. They have like sick, like some of the scenes are honestly just better, just because the people there just if they're going to shows, they're going to like be there for like the whole set, support, you know, turn up and go crazy. Here sometimes people yeah, like, a little bit too cool, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a little too cool syndrome going on a bit sometimes. <sighs> lately, lately we've been having some pretty fire shows in new york which i've been appreciating but every now and again you get a crowd that and and not that every crowd has to be fucking you know yeah, yeah. and going insane but yeah but when new just, york shows out it's it's next level yeah yeah when new york does give you love it's like insane it's fucking new york <laughs> it's, it's a tough crowd it's a tough crowd oh well, so you i mean you're, you're saying like how much you've been like working like with people like when it comes to like actual like live shows and stuff but what about like when it comes to your actual produced like studio music like how 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 what's your experience uh working with artists over there or maybe just anyone else we're still figuring that out has been in the lab (laughs) We're, we're as far as like collaborations we're definitely uh figuring that stuff out but as this man tk is like mixing and mastering for half the whole fucking underground scene out here like 
on the super super low uh has has mixed and mastered some some fucking awesome records for really good uh acts out here like uh mother cell or a great act uh moxie pocket another fantastic band from around here just like a whole a whole laundry list of these fire artists that mm. tk is getting to do that shit yeah. for so it's really cool so it's do you like, find like okay when you're playing live with an artist do you ever try to use that as an opportunity to network for musical collaborations or do you just not not sort of sort of go there all the time I and mean, we're just networking pretty much every show we go to just make friends yeah. and just get in the scene yeah yeah it's, a, it's about usually, making friends first yeah yeah so usually we're not going to be able to friends. collab <laughs> yeah but usually everybody's open to do some type of collab we just are we've, we've done it so like tight niche for so long it's like so hard to try and branch out sometimes yeah but we're trying yeah. we're trying we definitely are trying to make some of these work yeah i feel like it's probably like you like do you ever get people who like seem like they really like keen on trying like something with you guys like coming to you guys but like i feel like it'd be it's too common when it comes to the networking world like you said it's better to make friends it's more authentic that way it's more genuine but there are some people who just they just want to work with people they don't give a fuck and sometimes it's like even like just super purely self-serving do you ever like kind of get oh, that yeah, kind like, of vibe yeah nothing ever like comes parasitic. from that <laughs> nothing ever comes from that though you, yeah, usually yeah. you can really tell especially yeah. if you're if you're throwing a show with someone you get to spend a decent amount of time with them and like i don't know you can you can tell if someone's like trying to trying to be a little social climbing or not that we have too much uh quote unquote social capital to climb off of but like <laughs> you know hey it, it definitely happens i feel yep. like more often than not though people are pretty cool mm. that's good yeah I think that's like, that actually is like promising to hear because every now and then I feel like I, I get I feel like I have like a streak of people who talk to me that's like it's just really like off but that's actually that's good to hear that in the real uh, experience of it, it's a little bit more genuine. Yeah, it definitely yeah. happens for sure. But I mean, uh, I don't know. I feel like it, if if you want to collab and like. It's just purely like self-serving. Usually, like their music is like not really worth working with anyway. I don't know. It's like a lot of factors kind of play into it. It's like mm -hmm. I don't know. People, if you're sick and you're like in the scene, you know they usually stick together and they'll come out and support and try to work with you and shit. Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. I mean, so what so you guys? You say you guys get to like spend a lot of time with the other like sets and stuff. What like what does that like really mean? Do you, like do y'all like like chill like, like in the lobby like with each other for a little bit or, like other yeah, bands? I mean, yeah, yeah, like whoever's like performing in whatever show you're going to. Yeah, you you get there, you got a sound check together, and I don't know, you get a sense of what their set's gonna be like before you actually see the actual cool. set. Uh. Maybe if the place has a green room, you're both chilling in the green room, or I don't know. If if an act seems cool, you know, I always, I mean, regardless if I'm, maybe it's just a thing for me. But uh, if if we're doing a show together, I always try to see the other acts, you know, unless like, I don't know, I get a weird vibe or something. But like, mm. always try to be respectful, see the other yeah. acts, and just by nature of doing that and like just throwing the show together, you end up spending a lot of time 
Yeah, just I feel like most of hanging out with them that day. Yeah, like most importantly, like the music is gonna have to speak for itself. Like, which we try to like make our set as undeniable as possible, so people can see us and they like understand. Like, okay, you know, these people are take it very seriously. Like, they like want to. They're like much more inclined to like you know shoot the shits with us. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, lot of a conversation don't know us. starter. <laughs> So yeah. it's like our name is just like ending up on like random bills that you know nobody's ever heard us for. But I mean that that's like the case for a lot of other bands, and that's that's why I want to ask you guys like how much how much how much times do you either find your like how much do you like really research either like the spot you're going to or like the bands that are also playing like how much like yeah how much research you put into that beforehand? Uh, I think it's really different for all of us. Oh. I think we're pretty, pretty good about it. But like we we try to stay tapped into like everything going on underneath. <laughs> Like to listen yeah. to every act on the show, or if we yeah, know yeah, them, yeah. what they sound like, and that kind of thing. Yeah, we usually give everyone a listen, you know, base level listen, and see see what they're about, and yeah, definitely try to check out the venue. And I don't know, I think it's important to be tapped in to stuff like that, even if it's just people that you don't see yourself ever doing a show with again, just because maybe the genre doesn't match up. It's a weird booking or whatever. Like I don't know, maybe they. It's just like an anxiety thing, but I'm just like, who the fuck are, who are these people? <laughs> you know? I mean, that makes sense. Like, you know, it, it, it's like, like, again, we've since, uh, your music fans it, at the end of the day, that's, that still comes before everything. Like, do you, like, I mean, like, that's gotta be pretty, like, dope. Like, you have ever feel like, you gotta have, like, a lot of times where you just feel like you're just at a super fucking sick show. Like, regardless of that you're performing. It's like, wow, these, oh, these yeah, guys are yeah. fucking awesome. The last batch of shows have been very on par with that. The last like couple months. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we. Yeah, sometimes other bands be so good. I'm like forgetting we have to perform like right after. I'm like in their mosh pit going crazy. Like oh yeah, we gotta do. Yeah. Shit. You get a little bit like imposter syndrome sometimes. Like, <laughs> doesn't feel like we should be here, <laughs> but. Yeah you know y'all y'all are on the fucking 2k soundtrack bro like that's that's big. Oh, that stuff is so weird because it's like we have like these such like weird like accolades like that but like we're still so new and diy when it comes to like live stuff yeah we're kind of like doing everything backwards mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy that you guys won the 2k soundtrack that's like like when I yeah like when I was like in high school and all my friends played 2K and like half their playlists would just be shit from 2K so <laughs> that's yeah like, yo I, it's got to be a great like like so many people would be discovering your music off of that yeah it was surreal the crazy thing is too and I can say this now because we're we're through that game cycle the next one has already come out <laughs> song of a fuck anymore mm. but goddamn actually like despise those games and what they stand for <laughs> oh like business model everything bro. it's literally like child gambling simulator oh yeah, yeah. Well, they dropped the bag on us so i can't like, even like, it, like what game gets worse every year yeah what literally. what game does that cold duty cold duty is doing a pretty good job with that right now well i mean like call of duty see that is true but like i feel like they almost cracked the code with that every other year bullshit i think that's still a little bit too crunchy but like with with these yearly games man it's just i don't i can't 
it's it's because they're so big it happens but i can't believe they still get yeah. bought like like literally why why is it not just like a, a update yeah, they're too big now they're just way too big to be doing that just just to go yeah. back to Yakuza, it blows my mind that the Yakuza game is coming out every single year. There, um, it's yearly? Yeah. That's wild. I mean, they do they reuse a lot of assets, yeah. so I guess it Oh, no, they, they do. People, people, so their developer is uh, Ryu Gugutoku, but people call them Ryu's Gugutoku. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but like, see, like, yeah, but so does all these 2K games. So does all these EA games. They, they, but, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just funny. That's um, impressive. Though, because the Yakuza games, like, they're always good. Like, no one gives a shit that they reuse Camera Rocha in every single game. Um, because people enjoy them. Um, yeah, it's all all about the intention. Their their intention with those games is to tell a story, but the intention with 2K is to make, most certainly to make, to make money. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just bank yeah. accounts. No, very, very strange thing. Like, they... they I, I feel like our music doesn't really it in but like weirdly enough hearing terminal in there it kind of doesn't feel out of place so i don't know such a such a bizarre thing to this yeah, it day. doesn't really make sense it's it's yeah. I, I don't know i feel like when it comes to like the identity of like 2k music there's like a certain like whether or not like you might like the song or not there's there's something left field about it, it doesn't it's not just like mainstream music that's on the 2k soundtrack at least most of it it is there's always right. something a little even if it, it's what makes it bad there's something a little bit weird about it and i think well, that that allows it for a lot of yeah more i always stuff. i always like for me i've always thought that sports games always have good soundtracks um, and if I listen to a song and my feedback or my, my consensus is, oh, yeah, this sounds like FIFA menu music or this sounds like 2K music, like that is always a compliment. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Whenever, I, um, whenever I, I give that opinion on something. Um, it, just, it just makes me wonder like who was in the conference room like pitching us. So you didn't like, so wait, 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 wait. So you didn't like have like, like apply or something like that? It just No, happened? not at all. They reached out to us totally random. That's even someone, that's like that's even like more mind blowing. We thought it was a, a scam, like absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah I remember okay. called the lawyers and fucking everything to double check. They got tight for me calling them. They were like, "Who the fuck are you?" And I was like, "Not literally, because they're a fucking lawyer, but they just got like tight and fucking real." I just can't imagine like like some executive at Two K just listening to AFK and be like, "Yeah, man, like that's so cool." Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, it was no, it's a, it was just so bizarre that it was like we couldn't say no, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that's awesome. yeah. That's so fire. It's like yeah, like the dream. I think I think getting your music in a video game is like one of the best forms of um exposure because people always associate like if if it's a game people like people will, and your song is in it, people will always like they'll like your song more because they'll associate it with their favorite game. Um, yeah. And if they just hear it on like a Spotify playlist or on the radio or something, um, mm. so it's definitely like a dream to get any song into a video game. It's kind of like weird to have that ha- happen so early, <laughs> like in our career. It's like, damn, okay, mm. now what? <laughs> mm. <laughs> now we got to get into a real game. Yeah, yeah, like a bigger <laughs> game. Or like, no, like ooh, yeah, ideally, message, like soundtracking message. game would be. Yep. Yep. Message code and get in. Uh, get in Death Stranding too. Yo, 
You could, you could, you could kill me the next day, and I'd be. Totally I was about cool. to say, don't this this guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, Kojima's my goat. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, because like that's like another like example of just how crazy it can be. Like low roll, um, they were literally making music out of their kitchen before um they were featured in Death Stranding. Um, oh my god, it just, that is it crazy. Just, like blew them the fuck up. Um. Rest in peace, low roll. But um, but yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say, dude. But, I think yeah. he passed away. Yeah, but they're like such a great example of like the impact that featuring in a video game can have, like on the visibility um of your music. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I, just, I yeah. think, I think that makes it like so like weird that might but that might happen in terms of, like the executive room and stuff is like you don't feel like you're you like. Like I'm assuming you guys don't really make your when you're deciding like your aesthetic and like whatever you might be designing for visuals. I'm assuming you'd not like the first thing on your mind isn't how how can we make this like uh, mass appeal, right? Mm-hmm. So I I want I, I want to ask like who who's like the which one are you, is it all three of you guys like uh, really like brainstorming with like your visual uh, direction or is it a specific one who's doing it because there's there's a lot of like weird shit you guys do whether it's like mask editing or the the 3d masks like there's you guys step into a lot of different avenues it's probably honestly brandon is probably spearheading most of that i think like he'll, he'll spearhead like a lot of ideas and then we kind of just like come in and help fill it out with just like stuff that we like and you know, just mm. natural influence and, you know, stuff that we like, video games, just aesthetic stuff. But mostly, I think I'd probably give that to Brandon. Yeah, always trying to low-key tell a bit of a, a story. Um, even even if it's just purely through visuals. I mean, it, there was shit, a bro. bit more of a... What was that? I said on some Dark Souls shit, bro. It's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it subtle, you know. Uh, but um, lately, as as the music uh sort of ventures more into the storytelling zone and stuff like that, I feel more compelled to like with our videos sort of build something. So yeah. uh, yeah, we got we got some ideas for for some future stuff that I think uh, if if uh. If there are any AFK faithful that are, that have been tapped in, you know, it'll it'll feel like a sort of not not like not like we're doing our own little like MCU thing, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> it'll be it, there'll be a connection between the old and the new uh, within the the visuals. And mm. I think it'll be satisfying for people who who keep up. Yeah, people will trace it back eventually when they find it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, Easter eggs, yeah, I guess. The, oh, that's cool. The visuals definitely is just like I'm always sending these guys stupid bullshit I edit or like I don't know visual ideas and shit that I find and once once we lock down on a concept we we just all build it together and like I've, I've directed all our videos and. Uh, Obviously, I have to be in them. So the two two most recent ones, uh, our roommate helped shoot. He was another film major I went to school with, and uh, 
yeah, it's just we we got a nice little little team for the for the visuals. It's it's a good time. Definitely trying to do more of that that kind of stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. So, see, I, I'm that's something that I've been wondering when it comes to like being the director, but also having to be like a part of it. Like how <laughs> how how does how do you like actually get it to how you want it? It's just a uh, trust for oh. whoever you have shooting. Like I'm I I'm a film major like i went to school for film and my whole thing was like cinematography and uh editing so and my my roomie that helps shoot nandy he's also a cinematographer and like i can communicate with him like on a level where like i can tell him like what i want or what i'm envisioning or we'll even like set up the shot together with like someone else in the frame if i'm supposed to be in and uh right. it's just it's just communication we have a, a good sense of communication we've known each other for a long time and uh he gets what we're trying to do you know yeah we're kind of hard for us to trust i'm really we're getting better but like hard to trust like other people that we don't really know shoot our footage or just like shoot us in general yeah yeah you kind of just don't know how like people you know, just don't capture it correctly mm. Definitely trying to branch out in that regard. Get some get some other hands on deck for music video stuff because yeah. we know a lot of talented filmmakers and videographers and video artists and shit. So it'd be so cool too. That's good to hear yep. to be open more because like yeah, like sometimes that the own personal stuff can like stop some really cool stuff from coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always good to yeah like get different perspectives and different like. Yeah, eyes on what you're doing, I guess. Yeah. Do you really use, every... use your film? Oh, sorry. There you go. No, no, I was going to say, it's like for every aspect of stuff we do, like whether it be music or videos, I think we all have like, it's, it's pretty collaborative all around. Like we all just mm. take turns kind of going at it. And it's never like one yeah. person ever just like mainly does something. Mm-hmm. So, um, so nice. you said, um, Brandon, you said you're a film manager. Um, what what films? What films? And this goes for all three of you. Um, what films are you guys into? Uh, I'm into all kinds of shit. I don't know. I watch watch a whole wide variety of stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm obviously, if anybody knows me, they know I'm big on uh, kaiju movies. It would be okay. a fucking dream to do yeah. something kaiju related with AFK, but yeah. that'll require a bit more budget. Yep. require a bit more budget to carry out the vision but that that's like that's like my niche obsession though like as far as um, movies that i watch like yeah so you're big, for, or, you're big keen for godzilla minus one then oh yeah i'm tickets tickets are copped or well i'm trying <laughs> to cop tickets for goddamn beyonce done bought out all the imax theaters in new york really no IMAX showing. Mm. <laughs> that's shit that's, that's that kind of yeah, sucks because I'm 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 going to Melbourne the week that that movie comes out, and me and my friend are gonna go and see that in IMAX. Um, yeah, I can't even see it in so IMAX. That sucks. Ass that it's not, not in. But it's still it's coming out just later. Yeah, in IMAX. Right, I mean, I'm right, gonna see it right probably in. Right it's Beyonce. <laughs> you drop that bag on AMC, I'm sure. It's just like. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Thomas, yeah, but... Oh. Um, so... Films. 
kaiju movies. Yeah, one of my friends is like obsessed with them. Um, I feel like most kaiju, like most people I've met are either just don't care about kaiju movies or they're just absolutely obsessed with them. There's like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I, in between. I, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like something that you like people either don't even think about at all, just like this innocuous thing in pop culture, or yeah. like it's your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was thought it was pretty dope when um Magic the Gathering did the Godzilla um Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. yeah. All that artwork was fucking awesome. I don't play Magic, but yeah. I I definitely yeah. saw all that. Yeah. So what about yeah. y'all? I. Danny uh, um, I'm not as much of a film buff as Brandon is, but I have some favorites. Uh, I think Dancer in the Dark is probably up there for me. It's like the Bjork, Lars von Trier movie, even though he's kind of a piece of shit. You know, but incredible movie. You know, I think Lighthouse is great. Um, I don't know, anything that can like have like a strong visual and just makes me feel something emotionally, I feel like I'm pretty... Mm-hmm. I have a lot of love for. Yeah, awesome. uh, I'm not really that big into movies, unfortunately. I just don't watch them. I invest pretty much all my time in music and even from a mm-hmm. kid, to be honest with you. So, mad classics I haven't seen. And I've heard all eight, but yeah, <laughs> you did just finish Succession, which is a TV show, but yeah, it's a TV show. I still haven't watched. I watched like like the first episode of Succession, and like that's it. That's good stuff right there. That's that's good eats. Uh, uh, someone in the audience asked, uh, "Have any of you guys seen House MD?" No, I haven't. But I remember that shit being on all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, like that's that's that exclusive. That's one of those shows that you wake up to like randomly. <laughs> yeah, it's just on the TV after you passed out. Someone said about cartoons. We are big cartoon buffs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What are your favorite cartoons? Courage Cowardly Dog might be up there for me. Sorry. Which one? You said uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Brandon said something though. Oh. Oh, Samurai Jack. Mm. Oh yeah, classic. Samurai Jack might be my favorite show ever. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, T- TK, you got another 90s? 90s pick? I hear uh, you talking in the other room, Thomas, but I don't think it's coming through. Also like he's, saying, he's saying his AirPod. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> uh, I watched Mad Sailor Moon when I was a kid. Yeah. I've never yeah, seen I mean, Sailor Moon. I, mean, I have a Sailor Moon hoodie that I got from a garage sale, but <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, you guys. That shit, that shit. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are you guys... There we go. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I gotta stop cursing. I don't know Do you guys what we're doing. Um, Do you guys watch Invincible? No, uh, I haven't no. Dan seen it. Not all of them. I've only seen, like, a little bit. Hmm. Uh, man, I, did you got? Did you see the uh, the the Adam Eve special? Um, I saw some of the fight scenes from that shit. Bro, okay, if you've seen the show, you gotta watch that special because it's so like that shit made me cry. 
Like, it's oh man, Invincible. I I'm I'm not like what I like about Invincible is it's like it's it's not like the boys really were like it being edgy is like a real big part of the draw with Invincible. Like yeah. again, like it's it's edgy in the sense that it's like this is what real life is like. Well, but uh, the actual in, character Invinci- writing, yeah. like oh, so good. Invincible is good because it's literally like Invincible is literally just like the old Justice League cartoons, but with blood and gore. Like it's not like a satire of anything or exactly it's like, earnest. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It's yeah, not making fun of itself really. as it does it. Yeah, like it's literally like it's literally just like a classic superhero cartoon, but with yeah with more violence. As, yeah, as opposed to something like The Boys, which is like a lot more. Um, yeah, like Rick said, like edgier and um like more yeah more satirical which is probably yeah my favorite thing about about invincible but yeah i can't wait for season two to like all come out so you're gonna it's really annoying out. that oh, go on. it's really annoying that, that they're doing it in two parts but oh. is it it's part two parts that kind of that kind of blows yeah it's like what they did with better call soul that shit pissed me off yo it's one of my favorite shows ever i was about to say <laughs> Better Call Saul, yeah. Better Call Saul slaps. Better Call Saul better than Breaking Bad. I will die on this hill. I, I do love that take. I, I think they're so close, my opinion changes all yeah. the time. But yeah, that is a big I mean, like, they're both, they're, both, they're both, like, incredible. But I personally, yeah, I, for me personally, I just think, like, the, the characterization of, like, Jimmy and Kim, um, for me, just, and watching them grow, like, over, like, over the show and the, it's a like, much stronger the, the, character study yeah sure. like the like, like 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 what i like is like in breaking bad like the twist would be like some like event happens or something that'll be like the big like thing whereas the in better call soul the big event would be that like the, a character relationship has like broken down or like something like that yeah um, yeah less bombastic more uh, yeah interpersonal yeah yeah, no, and that that like last that that last season, that, like I got to kept... see the the mid season premiere like a whole month early in theaters because really? they did a they did a screening in the city. Mm. Damn. So I had spoilers for like a whole month. That's why people had but spoilers for so I long. I didn't know, I didn't know where they come from. I just remember being on Twitter being like, "Don't say shit." Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I will never forget the, that like the way that the fir- first half of the season ended. Like, oh yeah, shocking. Yeah, that apparently it's crazy. I was reading apparently like like apparently that was just a coincidence that that was what their mid season ended on. Like they they like, and they didn't plan that. They didn't plan that. No, it's um, fucking insane. So it just like kind of worked out perfectly that it's like that. Yeah, that's how it. It's like how it ended. Um, but what I was gonna say, uh, a little transition. Uh, we've been here talking for about an hour. Really appreciate you guys coming on here and talking and chatting. Hope, hope you guys would be open to do it sometime in the future. We'd always love to have you on again. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, coming on. Uh, I wanted to yeah. ask you guys. Uh, you guys are saying that you're making a lot of efforts to be playing more live shows and uh, planning on, you know, really getting uh really intricate with visuals and stuff that makes that you know what's coming out and stuff like you know you guys want to give like any more info about what's to come soon or you want to still keep it on the hush hush and just want to plug the socials what 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 do you guys want to leave the audience off with uh we 
we do have a, a bit of a project in the works. It's in the early stages. It's in the early stages, but it's a, a kind of a concept. And it's in, in, in early concept, but it's definitely the most like uh, consistent concept across a project that we've done so far. And it kind of came about really uh, naturally. I don't know. It wasn't really planned. But we realized there was kind of a through line between all the music we were making and gonna kind of yeah. run with it. Hell but, yeah, um, I love, I love yeah, that. songs, maybe some singles, some videos, you know. Yeah. Definitely uh, might be like the heftiest project we've done so far. Yeah, yes. for sure. So, a lot of just like chiseling away at just like stupid details that like nobody would see, but <laughs> matter yeah. to us. Would love to drop some shit before then though, like singles or whatever but we'll see we're, we're working on so much shit we're looking Soundtrack at early next year recently what yeah yeah did, oh, the, did the soundtrack for for a movie uh a little indie movie that i also i was about in. to okay i was about to say is that the one that you started okay yeah 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 just finished that and I'm very proud of it came together really nice uh so that'll be cool and yeah, if you if you're in the New York area, come pop out to a show because we're always doing shows out here. I think Probably we're next we, week with Kill Alters. We're talking about doing DC in April, I think. Oh yeah, potential East Coast kind of tour next year okay. with our with our good friends. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. AFK TBA on Instagram if you if you want to see where oh, we're at. Oh, AFK greatest y'all y'all don't even know yet y'all don't even know yet let's go we're trying we're trying out here we're trying out here all right we'll let you guys go thank you so much yep. have a great evening yeah, have a great rest of your night you. thank you yeah have a good one guys good to appreciate see you chat to you guys sure peace y'all peace out hey it's your boy rick we were chatting a little bit before the the show started, and it, it, there's a little bit of insight to uh, their boost in their career, so I figured it'd be worth throwing at the back end of the interview here. So if you're still listening, thank you very much, and uh, hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Before we get into it, I was listening. I was listening, you know, doing my research before this interview, listening to all the music, and like, that's the type of shit, like. If that came out when, if I discovered you guys when I was in high school, like I think it would have been like, I would have been fucking obsessed with it. Yeah, Fuck that's awesome. yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Like, cause that that was when I was real into like like Scar Lord and like uh, XXX Tentacion, like all that kind of shit. Um, Smoke mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, so I was like real into that like distorted like experimental rap shit. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Not even exp I mean, not, not that that was experimental, but you know what I'm saying. But anyway, yeah, I was listening to it, and I'm like, damn, like 2018, 2019, me would have like tossed the fuck out of this. I mean, that's what happened. Like, yeah, I don't know if you know Zeke, but like, I've, you know, like randomly 2018, like what, what, which typhoid got picked up by like Spotify? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even like the playlist that I got picked up on. I just, uh, like accidentally let the radio play on i never let that shit i always have it on repeat instead of infinite play because I, I don't usually don't like infinite play but then one day i let it and typhoid came on. i'm like oh this shit this is hard 
you guys had like like almost no music out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you you might have found us before. before. Was it really? Because I remember been, it might have been pre-Fantano yeah. stimulus checks. See that? See the thing is, like, I remember nah, seeing nah. Fantano later on, like months later, like months even after it happened. I saw that clip of Fantano seeing it, and I thought, oh, that yeah. must be why I heard of y'all. Maybe, maybe why? that has something to do with it. Fantano. Yeah, okay, okay. You were one of the bitches. Your music. Yeah. yeah, a long time ago, one song when he was doing uh, reviewing yeah. your music for the audience. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that gave us our first big boost, you know? Yeah. That was, like, the first time 